0: Now listen to Doug Hewitt Mills.
1: Amen. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, you can do better than you're doing today. Put your hands together for Jesus. Amen. The Lord is doing a lot of wonderful things in our church. And today, the Bible says that, Blessed are they that are planted in the house of the Lord, and they shall flourish. In the courts of our God, Um, today our first testimony is from our brother Pastor Luther, who is here to testify about how God has blessed him by being planted in the house of God. Let's put our hands together for him and let's welcome him. Come on, encourage him. Oh, you can do better than you are doing. Encourage him as he comes up the stage. Yes, so
2: Pastor Luther, tell us your name. Where can please come? So my name is. Luther, a Siemens, a pastor and a Basenta leader of the Mamprobi Downright Church of the British Accra Constituency. Right. So, um, so tell us what your testimony is about. So I want to give a testimony about how um, God has been good to me and God has blessed my life and um, through being planted and established in the church. And um, I, 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 was, uh, I, I was a millness. I was a mill nurse um, and through being in church, by the grace of God, I have been transformed into a medical doctor.
1: Wow, come on, put your hands together for Jesus. So tell us how it, well, how it happened, how many years you've been in the church. How the so, experience. Um
2: I have been in church for close to more than 15 years. And uh, by being in church, I, I have just been, I, I decided to just be around any meeting that is called, any church service, anything that is being done in church. I decided to be involved in it. And so one day, um, Daddy called for a meeting for all male nurses. And when Daddy called for the meeting, I was wondering what was going on. Was it for, maybe, was there an emergency? Maybe someone um, is sick or there is a big problem in the church. So I was wondering what was going on. But um, we decided to go for the meeting. We were a couple of people, a number of people. But when we went there, we were all male nurses. And then when we went for the meeting, Daddy um, told us that, well, we need. He, he, want, he wants to advise us to all go to medical school wow. and become doctors. Wow. And then he has realized that it is possible to go outside the country, to study, to become doctors. Okay. So we decided to take over. We decided to take this um, uh, message and then I carried it with myself. And then through the um, personal involvement of the prophet and his help, I was able to go to um, Russia. Study medicine oh, and to become a medical Jesus. doctor by the grace of God. Yeah, so um, I, I went to study in Russia by the grace of God. I can speak a little bit of Russian language, and then um, I think there was a one of our uh, members from Ukraine he came around. I've been speaking with him, we speak Russian language with, with wow, ease. That's a very good added blessing. I, I never thought of even flying or being in an aeroplane before, but through this simple advice that daddy gave and being planted in the church I've been able to do this and by the grace of God today I'm a doctor I'm back in Ghana and still serving God and being planted in the church come on put your hands together for Jesus
1: God is changing your life as you remain planted as you remain committed so Pastor Luther what do you want to say to everyone here How do you so you want to encourage what I want that? to
2: say is that um, first of all I want to thank God for such a wonderful thing and blessing my life um, by being around and I want to thank God for the life of the prophet for using him to start many churches I was in the Kolebu church and through his uh, ministry I have been blessed and today I have become a doctor I want to encourage every one of us that as we are out on you may never know how it will happen but God is going to bless you through being around. it could be in a meeting it could be in a service it could be any other meeting so anytime I call for a meeting or anything to do in church just be faithful and do it and God is going to bless your life by the come grace of god come on put your
1: hands together for Jesus thank you so much Pastor Luther
2: oh come on put your hands
1: together for Jesus as you remain planted God is going to bless you amen our final testimony is from our pastor Emmanuel Baden who is going to testify about how God has blessed him by being a lay minister oh come on encourage him as he climbs up the stage Oh, encourage and put your hands together for Jesus. Tell us your name and what your testimony is about. My
3: name is Emmanuel Baden. I'm a pastor here in the First Love Center in the Osui Laboni constituency. My testimony is how the lay ministry allowed me to marry and also paved the way for me to enter full time ministry. So I um, was born in the church, my, pa- my dad was a, is a lay pastor in the UK, he's been a lay pastor in the UK for over 20 years and he's planted numerous churches um, in the UK, there's no city in the UK I haven't been to for meetings and conventions with him, there was even a time where where he was living and the church he was pastoring it was a two hour drive. Wow. So yeah, um, as I grew up, that's, that's what I saw. So fast forward to university. I came to university. Um, I came to London. I joined First Love London under the leadership of Bishop Richard Ayi. And um, at the time, Bishop Joshua was also um, the pastor in charge, of, in charge of the campus churches there. So when I got to university, Bishop Joshua asked me to start a campus church in my university which was the University of Westminster
1: um, Were you paid to do that? I was not paid to so do that. So you did it as a lay minister? No.
3: So that obviously growing up in the church my father was a lay pastor that's all I knew. Um, you, go, you, you travel, you work for God, you preach you teach, you have meetings, you, you, you go around doing the work of God and I was very happy doing that And um, as I was a lay pastor in the church in the UK I was transferred to many churches I started uh, two churches in Leicester I was transferred to London um, etc etc and um, I remember one time I was having a conversation with uh, Bishop Joshua and um, we were discussing beloveds and um, we were discussing you know someone I could potentially marry and um, he turned my head in a particular direction. And, you know, because at the time I had a, a, a small uh, campus church in my university in Westminster. I had about 20 to 30 members. And one of the members uh, in my church is my now and wife, Eden.
1: Oh, come on, put your hands together for Jesus. And um,
3: he said to me, why don't, why don't you consider her? And at first I was, I was a bit taken aback at the suggestion because um, it's someone I had prayed for a visit, counseled, preached to and he said, why don't I you know, look in that direction? So by the grace of God, I listened to his consideration we became friends and by the grace of God, we're now married today
1: so, and so secondly this, So you think this is a direct effect from being a yes, layman Yes, from being minister?
3: a lay pastor, you know, just preaching going about my, my business because I was still working, I was working in the city as a financial advisor for a wealth wow. management company, so I wasn't being paid by the church, but I enjoyed going around doing the work of God um but as I was doing the work of God as I was preaching um and I and I'll be hearing Bishop Richard preach I'll hear Prophet preach on podcast and camp messages I remember every time I'll come to Ghana and Prophet will be preaching at MOTL I'll always find myself on the stage Mm. and you know the example always seemed to be linking to doing more for God you know why can't you be a missionary why can't you be a full-time pastor and you know as I kept doing the work of God and as I kept um, going to camp, camp meetings and, and, and listening to the prophet, I felt that my desire for the ministry was growing. So I remember one time I actually had a conversation with prophet and he was explaining to me why people don't enter the ministry and why people do not stay in the ministry and how it's linked to spirituality. And I remember that he also said to me that no matter what you do in life, it requires you to build and to fight, whether it's working in the secular world or working in the ministry full-time so I after that conversation I just felt a burden and a conviction that I wanted to go all out for for God so I remember um I was given the privilege and the honor to come into full-time ministry wow. and by the grace of God I'm now here I'm a pastor in the First Love Center here in Ghana and I'm in full-time ministry well, come on by put your hands together for mm-hmm.
1: Jesus yeah. So you're saying that through being a lay minister, that's how the door opened yes. for you to enter the full-time, full-time
3: ministry and to also to marry. So what I would like to say to everybody out there today is keep serving the Lord. Anything that you're told to do in church, just do it. You don't know what your destiny is, is leading to and you don't know what blessings will come your way as you decide to serve the Lord.
1: Okay, come on. And do you have anything else yes. to say? Yes.
3: So I want to say, I want to thank God first of all for... Um, opportunity to be a Christian and to be in this great ministry I want to thank the Prophet for your faithfulness thank you for your messages thank you for encouraging me to enter the ministry I also want to thank my pastors Bishop Richard I and Bishop Joshua for preaching to me for shepherding me for encouraging me to marry encouraging me to enter the ministry and, and making me improve in many areas of my life so God bless you all keep serving the Lord and your destiny and your blessing is also on the way in jesus name my wife is also here. The wife
1: is here oh i think she should come up let's invite her oh come on encourage his wife as she comes up the stage put your hands together for her so so you've got a sheep and you are benefiting directly from a sheep. That's a in the ministry. Yes. very good blessing. Yes, so yes. It, she uh, was yes. in my
3: campus church at Westminster University. Yes, a yes. sheep, a,
1: yes. a yes. lay shepherd. <laughs> and now, what do you have to say?
4: So, hi everybody. My name is <laughs> My name is Eden, and I'm also a part of the First Love Center. I'm a Basanta leader in the First Love Center in under the campus churches. And I'd like to begin by thanking God because um, I think Emmanuel has said everything, but from my side, I started church um, in 2014 and um, I joined on the Westminster Campus Church. Now, before I started church, um, I had been in church my whole life because my parents are pastors, not on the UD or UO, but in a different church. And so, when I joined church, I had a mindset that um, I just wanted to be a part of the church. I just wanted somewhere to go, but not somewhere where I'd be active or anything like that because I was so used to being active because that's, the, that's one of the things that you do when you're a pastor's kid. You just learn different areas and you make yourself useful one way or another. So when I joined the campus church, um, I really enjoyed service and I knew of the church before. So I remember when I came to London, my mum was asking me where I was going to go to church. And I told her, well, I met some people at, like freshers fair is this thing when you're new in uni they do like a fair where you can meet different societies and get to know different people so I met um, two people there and when I met those two people there they invited me to church and when I found out that at the time it was Lighthouse I thought oh I know that church so let me try so I went there and Bishop Richard preached Um, it was actually Galatians 6 6 So, um, like, I thought it was very interesting, but I thought the service was quite long because it also wasn't something I was used to. But, so I decided I'll start coming, but I'll come later. But the the more I was coming, the more I was around, I noticed that I began to meet, like, different shepherds. And, I mean, I met Pastor Emmanuel. (laughs) And he told me to start coming to Campus Church. So I said, okay, when I'm free, I'll come. Because the plan was not to be like serious or active. Oh, it was just to be around, have somewhere I can go to. And then I also met um, at the time Bishop Joshua, who was the pastor for um, the campus churches. And I remember like the first few times I interacted with him. He kept saying that I should message him. I should take his number and message him. So. I never had a pastor before, because sometimes it's difficult to have a pastor when your parents are the pastors themselves, so, <laughs> so I thought, okay, I'll message you, I'll message you, but I was never messaging him, so I, I think he rather messaged me one time, and he said that, oh, because he didn't mes- I didn't message him, he's now messaging me, and I said, oh, okay, <laughs> I don't have anything to say, though. So he just like asked me general questions but I then started speaking to him more and I remember one day I was invited to my first meeting with Bishop Richard and it was actually in Northampton so the church was in London and the meeting was in Northampton which is about two hours drive away so um, Pastor Emmanuel at the time called me to, um, to come to the meeting and I was like, the meeting was um, on the Wednesday and he called me, I think, on the Monday. So I said, why is he calling me to come to a meeting when I'm new? And he said that, well, Bishop Richard would like to meet me. And I said, why? Why does he want to meet me? Like, I'm new in church and I'm just around. I just, I'm happy to just be around. I don't want to come. So we spoke for about 30 minutes. He was trying to convince me to come oh, to the meeting.
1: That's a work of a good <laughs> shepherd. <laughs>
4: And after that I just said okay I'll just come because it's like he wasn't ready to go off the phone So I said I'll just come to the meeting and see what it is so I remember we woke up really early in the morning I met up with all of them in Westminster the workers there and then we went to the meeting now when I went to the meeting I remember um, Bishop Richard was just teaching us and he like specifically spoke to me so I was like how does he even know who I am? Because it's like I've never actually gone out of my way to introduce myself to him. So how does he know who I am? So not knowing that all the times that after church I'll be staying around, because I just, I just like the fellowship, So I used to stay around, and anytime time they'd be waving at Bishop Richard when he's going home, I'd also be waving, but not knowing that he could see me waving at him, and he probably asked who I was. So, um, Yeah, so he mentioned my name, and I remember going home and I thought, wow, so he actually knows me, it's a blessing. But the more I spoke to um, B. Josh, and the more I spoke to Pastor Emmanuel, the more I noticed that I was doing more in church. (laughs) So at a point, it got to a point when um, Pastor Emmanuel was transferred um, transferred to Leicester and Peterborough, and I had to become the elder at Westminster and i remember i thought i don't think i could do this one because i've never preached before i mean i know small about the word of god but i don't think i can preach so i remember um we bishop um, bishop joshua had a meeting with all of us and he actually taught us how to preach he taught us like all the different things we should do and he said that it can work he fully had confidence in me So I said okay I mean I can try so the first um, first day service I tried and then I just kept trying and trying and trying (laughs) and then (laughs) by the time I realized I even came to Ghana the year after and Bishop Joshua connected me to Prophet and I remember it was I was in Kumasi at the time and Prophet came to Kumasi to have like a joint service with um, um, the people in Kumasi, the first lovers in Kumasi. And I remember that's the day that Prophet even launched the book, How You Can Become a Strong Christian. So I actually got one of the books for free. And I remember saying, uh, messaging B. Josh and saying that, oh, Prophet just launched a new book. I got one for free. And he asked me if I took one for him. And I said, no, I don't think I could have taken one for him. So and then after um, LP Pre was there too and um, Bishop Joshua connected me to LP Pre and um, Daddy was going and when Daddy was going LP Pre said oh Daddy and then he came back and then LP Pre took me to Daddy and I introduced myself to Daddy and I remember that day after, after that happened. I sent like a voice note, I sent videos to be Josh, and I was like, I just met daddy, I don't know what to do. And like, I was just so excited. And he was like, yes, yes, lol, Eden, yes, yes. <laughs> and then I came back to London, and when I came back to London, I even started doing even more. But it's like, I didn't feel like, and I wasn't paid to. I was late, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was even a student, I was a student at the time, yes, so I remember even in third year, I had, um, I had like a miraculous encounter in third year because um, during my dissertation, my final year, um, so I decided to change my dissertation last minute I wouldn't advise anybody to do this, but it worked for me by the grace of God. So I decided to change my dissertation last minute and um, I remember I was listening to a message by daddy and he was praying for students and I I couldn't find my supervisor anywhere because I wanted to confirm with my supervisor whether the topic I had changed it to was a good topic but I couldn't find him anywhere. But I still flowed with that new topic that I decided to do. And whilst I was writing it, it was, it was like an all-nighter. So I stayed up the whole night to write the whole 10,000 words. And I was listening to a message. And whilst I was typing, I was just saying, Amen. And I kept playing it over and over and over again, that same part. And um, by the grace of God, when the actual results came out, I got a first class. But my sister, and it was, it was even shocking because they, we, you normally have to start the year before, the year before, not that third year, but the year before then. And so I said that there's something very special about Daddy. So, um, yeah, So any time that Daddy used to come to the UK, I tried my best to go to the camps just so, just so I could just see him. <laughs> yes because I I felt like if I could just see him, I could receive a blessing. So I was just happy to just be around. So yes, I just kept doing more and more and more. And now by the grace of God, I found the husband in the church. (laughs) And I would have never expected to even be in Ghana right now. But it's like so many people have asked me since I've been in Ghana, are you happy to be in Ghana? are you like how is it going are you adjusting well and I, I say to them that I don't know it's even a better life than if I was wow. in the UK I'm very very happy to be in Ghana
1: God has blessed you by being, you to being in church and being involved in a lay yes. ministry yes so I believe that God is going to bless you too if you are going to be involved in a lay ministry if you're going to be planted yes. and your life is not going to be the same again let's put our hands together for Jesus Wow, put your hands together for those amazing
5: testimonies. Amen. Turn with me to Psalm 23. You may be seated. Beautiful testimonies. Being in church, being lay people, and working in the house of the Lord. Amen. Psalm 23 And the theme for Our offering Is As I walk In the Guidance of the Lord I shall be divinely Guided Into supernatural abundance As I walk in the guidance That comes from the Lord I shall be divinely guided to supernatural abundance. Psalm twenty-three, verse one says, "The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want." Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Psalm 50, Isaiah fifty-eight and verse eleven. It says, and the Lord shall guide thee continually. Amen. Amen. The Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. Amen. So when the Lord guides you continually and satisfies your soul, he satisfies your soul in drought. So when things are not working, there is no, there are no, um, things are not working, there's a pandemic, there are no jobs, there's no whatever. It says, he will satisfy your soul in draw. That is if he guides you. If he guides you. So being guided by God is critical to being, uh, enjoying abundance in the midst of a drought. Amen. It shall make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden. Thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. Amen. This this scripture should make you desire Greatly to be to be led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. This scripture should make you desire to be led by the Spirit of God. Today, many Christians are not so concerned about being led by the Spirit of God. When I became a Christian and all my life, my greatest concern has been to be guided by the Lord. And I I know that when the Lord guides you, you prosper. It's, it's, It's a direct result of being led by the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. The next result, I shall not want. That is it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. What hope do you have if you are being you are a sheep if really you are a sheep what hope do you have if you are someone who is not being led continually from here to Tamale how long how far how long will you last I mean to me prosperity is directly connected to being guided let's look at the scripture again the Lord will guide you continually Isaiah 58 11. the Lord will guide you continually and then what and satisfy your soul in drought drought in make fat thy bones okay You shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. Amen. Now, why why do you need to be guided when it comes to prosperity? If, If ever there's a topic that is very connected to financial prosperity, it's the topic of being led by the Spirit. Is that is the, to me, is the topic most connected? Not giving. Not giving. To me, being led is more important than giving when it comes to prosperity. Yeah. Being led by the Spirit is more important than giving money or sowing seeds. That's what I believe. If you ask me which of these two. Will lead to prosperity for you. Giving a seed or being led by the Spirit or being led by God, I would say to you, being led by God is more important for your prosperity than sowing a seed. Oh, yes. Hundred times. Hundred times. He said, The Lord will guide you continually. The Lord will guide you continually. Look. God is not uh, what you call that um, uh, where you give money and then you get a lot of money. Those schemes. Ponzi. Yeah. Ponzi or I don't know what you... We have had this type of banks. You go quickly and you get a lot of money. Is it not true? We've had a lot of that. And God, God is not running a scheme. For you, come and bring some money. You know, bring bring five thousand. Then it will become fifty thousand. Nah, I, I, you see, that is a misunderstanding of God's word. There is no scheme like that in the house of God. Ah, bring your money. Put your money. Put bring 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 it. When you when you put it here. In in, uh, in 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 one week's time, or by next month, it become twenty five. But it sounds like that, you know. That seems to be what. It seems to be what is being taught, that you know, bring money and then put it there, and then it will become a lot. <laughs> ah. If there was ever anything that is not true, it is that. That is why someone who taught a lot on that, wrote a book. Brother John, it's not working. And then when I opened the book, it was 25 reasons why it's not working. That is sowing seeds and giving money. 25 very good reasons. one of my favorite books by this gentleman. Brother John, it's not working. Like giving of tithe, money, and so on. Because God has not designed his church and his house to be a place where come, put money here, and then just get times hundred. Now, even the banks which offer these things, you, you find out that they don't really work. There's nothing like that. All right? So, let us emphasize on being guided continually. By the Lord And if you emphasize it In your life It will lead to your prosperity Amen Amen. Are you excited about that Yes. Yes And I believe that As you allow God to lead you You are going to come To the most important Places of your life The place of Great prosperity Amen. Amen. And I know that God is going to bless you mightily. Now, why is it important? Why is it important to um, be guided when it comes to prosperity? Why? Let me just um, share with you, you know, I'm speaking to you as a spiritual person. I want you to listen that prosperity is not uh, something that is coming to you just because you give money. Your, your gift can even be an insult to God right. if you don't know. There are some gifts that are insults. Sometimes when you give the gift, it, it says something funny. Yes. That's how sometimes you even ask what is appropriate. What is appropriate to give? Huh? What is appropriate to give? Now, prosperity is assumed on the face of it to be a result of your good salary. that's the first common way of thinking about prosperity. Good job, how much do they pay you? True or not true. true. Yes. You'll find out that good job with good salary doesn't necessarily lead to people being prosperous. But you'll find out after some time, and it's almost mysterious. Why not Why not One, one, one friend of mine who, was, who used to work in These um, uh, international Organizations abroad Said to me that I think he had to do something with the HR And then The people with The biggest salaries Hey They have many things To pay um. They owe money. They owe money. They cannot pay. They have to pay this, pay that, pay that, pay that, and they are earning thousands. And that's what I'm saying that if the Lord does not guide you continually, you can mention the big salary, but it will not lead to prosperity. Prosperity in the form of having money in your pocket that is not having an, an agenda. Do you, an agenda rise money? It's almost no money. Because you've got the money, but there are so many things that are waiting. The mouths are open. <laughs> you you it may be lying there, but it has got an agenda. It has to go here, 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 it has to go here. To go here, to go here. You cannot even eat it. Are you listening Those over here far away here are you, are you part of what we are saying Can you hear me Very good I'm talking about prosperity Yes It's not a direct effect or result Of having a good salary From a good job If it was so ha! Ah, so many people would have you know, one recently I heard of one doctor in America You know, he took a knife and killed himself You know, he has worked for more than 20 years And he was a doctor He's a colleague to somebody who is, whom I know, one of my pastors And so the doctor was telling me that he, was, he had a meeting with him on the Thursday before He has worked for years as whatever consultant What, what have you And you know, he just took a knife, he just killed himself. He said he "He cannot pay the debt he owes here, owes here, owes here. When he calculates all more work that he will do. And you know, doctors earn a lot of money in America. But you wonder, you've gone to America to have this, you have specialized, you have all this, all that, all that. You see, unless God also guides you continually... You can have whatever It will not amount to much Yes There's more to prosperity If you look at Isaiah 45 You'll see something Let's look at Isaiah 45 verse 1 Quickly wow. And Isaiah 45 Verse 1 Come on now Alright Give them some time I hear there are new people Isaiah 45, that says the Lord to Cyrus, his anointed. Okay? Now, verse 2. Verse 2. I will go, this is what he's saying to uh, Cyrus I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. And I will break in pieces the gates of iron, brass, and cut in sunder the bars of iron. Verse 3. Are you watching? Are you watching? And I will give you the treasures of darkness. Treasure. The treasures in this world are in darkness. Almost all treasures. Even the treasure in your pocket is in your pocket. In your pocket, there's no light there. Yes. In your handbag, in your purse and the hidden riches of secret places all the riches are hidden nobody walks around with riches on his head you hide it yes so it's hidden money is hidden and unless god guides you you will not really see it now another common thought is that if i go abroad i'll have money this is another common thought yes It's another common thought that Once I get to America Once I get to UK To the UK Once I get to Germany I will be okay That is why our sister is having a lot of calls With people asking Are you okay there? Are you adjusting? Is everything okay? Are you alive? Do you have water to drink? Do you need orange juice? Do you need Pepsodent? Are you okay? Yes They think I mean if you are here, Charlie, because West Africa is one of the poorest regions of the world. Yes. But again, why is it that our relatives who've gone abroad are not sending more money back to us? Is it that they are wicked? No. They, how come they don't visit? Even if. Yes, have they not missed us? You get it? Sometimes people are brought, when they are uh, coming to Ghana, they'll go to Liverpool Street and buy shirts, nine for one pound. Nine shirts for one pound. Uh, ten shirts for, uh, ten trousers for, <laughs> for one pound. And they'll bring a lot, they'll come and be giving. They don't know that we have all these ones here already. <laughs> They're already here. Hey. So, my dear friend, what I'm trying to tell you is that on the surface, it looks like this is the next step to prosperity. The third common idea that if I have this, I'll prosper. If I'm more educated, like if I get more degrees, you get it, I'll get more money. So I'm just trying to say that these are what are guiding us. When I do this, I'll get this. When I do this, I'll have this. When I do this, I'll do this. When I do this, I'll do this. But you see, people have done all this. And still, the riches have eluded them. Eluded means they have... I don't know what is the word, elude. You couldn't get it. It was too fast. Yes. Sulia or... Top of it has, I mean been able to escape You've gone abroad You've got a good job You've got a high salary You've got the education And still So then you ask yourself What then is the secret Then the fourth You come to church and say When I give it will be given to me Based on the scripture So you come and you come I plant my seed Bam Yes, and after, after some time, you come up with 25 reasons why it's not working, Brother John. Because God also refuses to be pulled into some kind of by force scheme with you. Should he bring up your issues? Should he bring up the reasons why he should not honor your offering? And why he should call your offering an abomination? Don't even start. So, I want to suggest to you that giving prosperity is connected to being guided by God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I want to recommend a book that I wrote called The Art of Hearing learn to how to hear. Have I heard from God? Have I heard from God? That's the book, The Art of Hearing. Have I heard from God? Is God saying this to me? Is God, is, when I, what, what, what the thought I'm having, is it from God? Has the Holy Spirit spoken to me? What I'm doing, is this what God wants for me to do? Knowing that it is more You know somebody was complaining and said He's very painful to obey God It's more painful to disobey God I can tell you that Free of charge It's costly to obey God It's costly to disobey Him Try, Try it and see So learn to be a Christian Who needs to hear the voice of the Spirit Which voice? The voice of the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit speaks And you can know that I've picked up a voice of the, I've, I've picked up something that I feel The Holy Spirit is telling me Yes What is the voice of the Spirit to your mind? What is the voice of the Spirit Audibly To your flesh Most of us are just used to our feelings Charlie, I feel tired Charlie, I feel blessed Charlie, I feel God has spoken But has God really spoken? That's why we have the prayer gardens. If you come there on a Saturday, there's no space. The whole place is for people praying. And you for whom the prayer gardens were built, that you should be found waiting on God. There are houses there that you can rent a room, or you can go there even if you don't have whatever. You can go there and spend time waiting on God in gardens and environments that you can be catching the spirit and the voice of God for your life. When have that, those gardens or any place seen you there waiting on him to hear from God? It's not so important for you to hear from him. But if you seek him, if he starts to feel that he is important in your life, in guiding you, That you've come to even hear from him. He will speak to you even when you are driving there. He will speak to you even when you are driving there. Even if you go and pray and you don't even know whether you've heard from God. Somebody said, so how do I know that God has spoken? When you wait on God, you stop worrying about that. Do you know why? Because the Bible says, acknowledge the Lord in all thy ways. He will direct your path. So as you keep on acknowledging, you become more confident. Well, I've prayed about it, you know. I've been there. I've waited. I'm just trusting. Whatever will happen, I believe that is that's what God is doing. Yeah. You learn to have more trust. Oh, I've just prayed about it. I just, I don't know whether it was God or I'm not so sure. It's easy not to be sure. We are all human beings. It's easy not to be sure. But once you've committed your way to the hands of the Lord, Acknowledge the Lord in all thy ways And he will direct your path. Even when you are making a mistake You see that the mistake will find a C and a U And the thing will pass somewhere And then you will come to the right place Yeah It's not easy to know the will of God But it's worth seeking his face And God himself recognizes and respects people Who have time for him One night, you know, I was here Till the morning i think it was 31st night or something when we finished it was daytime it was the next day and i was going then i met some people you know they had come from navrongo you know they had been there the, the whole night they had been there the whole after church they had waited and they were there waiting to see me and i didn't know they had come when i saw them, said, who are these so we have come from navrongo so you've been here all this time oh even though i had packed my back everything i was almost at my car i returned i took my keys i came back to the office i sat down i said welcome because for people to come and sit down they are waiting for me they want to see me they just want to They not, not about anything they, is it the seeking of a person you know it shows a great respect and honor and that's the respect and honor god is waiting to get from you that you respect and honor that all power belongs to god and that what when god decides to bless you he rules in the affairs of men he rules in your life and that is why you acknowledge him And you pray to him and you came to him. Even if you don't know whether he has spoken to you or not. He is the great God whom you have acknowledged on your knees and you've, you've called on him. Yes. And that is what God is waiting for. Oh yes. He's waiting to hear from his children. Who believe that he is the Lord is my shepherd I will never want again. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He will cover my table with food Even in the presence of my enemies Things will be working Yes The Lord shall guide thee continually Guide thee You'll be like a watered garden The Lord will guide you continually You'll make fat your bones The Lord will guide you continually You'll be like a spring of water Whose waters fail not The river continues to flow The river continues to flow the river continues to flow i was at uh, victoria falls one time and uh, the water was coming down the waterfall was flowing and they told me this is the dry season it has not rained for a long time i said this is dry season this is isaiah 58 it says like a spring of water whose waters fail not it never fails the waters continue to flow Your prosperity will continue to flow no matter what. No matter what. No matter what. When the prodigal son left his father's house. Loaded with money. Loaded with what? Money for a lifetime. Loaded. What he didn't know was that a mighty famine... Bible says, and there arose a mighty famine. Life has mighty famines, things that you can't control. A mighty famine arose, and he began to be in want. When the mighty famine arises, because you followed the spirit, which you should have read it in your Bible, honor thy father and thy mother, what are you doing? Look at why you are, what you are doing, how you are going out of your... Ah. Look at what you are doing. Are you being led, young man? Young man, you are loaded with money. Are you being led as you are going like this? Are you being led even though you have all this loaded money with you? How long will it last? Is it God who has led you on this journey? He took his journey into a far country without God, without Father, without wisdom, without sense. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time and this life, what is in this world, (laughs) maybe you are new. He said, and a mighty famine, a mighty, not a normal, a mighty. And he began to be in what? That was the end of, you see, prosperity that is not based on God. That's the end of it. Prosperity that is not based on the power of God. That is it. That's the end of it. It is the same Holy Spirit who will guide you. This is your father. Don't break your father's heart. You are going, you are only two boys. You want to divide everything and walk away. Don't do that. But such people are not led by the spirit. They are led by earthly foolishness. Yeah. When he came back, he was impoverished. He was empty. He had nothing to show for his journey. He was a vagabond. He was, he was, he was useless. There is a spirit called Beliahab. It means worthlessness. Yes. Make you useless. By the time he's finished with you, you are, you are nothing. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Did you hear what I said? Let the Holy Spirit lead you. For me, I believe in giving. Especially when the Spirit leads me, I follow. A number of times, the Spirit has led me to do things. Yeah. Oh, I can tell you, especially in private. Times he has told me, even things that were being given to me, there are things that he said to me, don't take this one. This one, don't take it. Sow it as a seed. Oh, yes. Big things. is not, it's, it's not for you. Sow it. I'll provide it another way for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. There are times he has told me, honor this man, give this amount. I've heard him tell him. One time I heard the Lord tell him, give this person 5,000 of this, of that. Honor this person. Do this. That he shall guide you continually. Hallelujah. Guide you continually. Yes. Guide you continually. It is he who will read you read in, your, in the word where it says, tithe, tithe. You, you pay tithes. Leviticus 27 verse 30. The tie is the Lord's. It's the Lord. Don't touch it. It is he who will tell you, do this. And as he guides you from his word, from his spirit, the spirit will guide That's what's important. And as he guides you continually, you see, continually, he will cause you to be like a watered garden, like springs of water, whose waters fail not. That will be your portion from now Become a master of being guided by the spirit I'm telling you Become a master of being guided by the spirit Learn his voice Learn his voice Learn his voice Yes Learn his voice Learn the voice Take it If I can't give you the best advice in my life Is learn his voice Yes And follow him Just follow Follow the spirit when the spirit is leading you as much as possible in your life. And especially when you, I don't know what to do, I don't know. So you pray about things. he leave it to God. He himself will quench things and mix up things. And you see that he's guiding you continually. May you be found at gardens praying. May you be found waiting on the Lord. Amen. May even God notice from heaven that look at him. He's been here for three days. He's been here looking for me. I love my son so much. I love my daughter. She loves me. I notice it and I feel it. That she loves me. And he loves me. Father, thank you for blessing your children mightily and always. To give, to sow, to be blessed in everything financial. We give you praise and we give you thanks, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take your tithes. Take everything that you have you want to give. Amen. You know, this is supposed to be the town service. So it's like it's everything mixed up. The prophetic encounter. Learn to give. So as the spirit of God himself leads you. Be a giver. Sometimes the spirit will say to you, give this. Be generous, or build this, or do this. As he leads you, and you do. As the word leads you, then you follow, and you obey. What a great blessing you have. Father, thank you for everyone that is giving today. Bless mightily, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now take your tithes, and come to the front, your tithes. Look. Hello, hello There are two things Tithe is different Tithe is 10% Of whatever God gives you Like learn it as a habit Just practice it And then Offerings is other things Sowing seeds Gifts and offerings And sacrifices To the Lord Learn to sacrifice Every priest is supposed to receive sacrifices and gifts for the Lord. So make sacrifices today. You know, listen, I've not finished talking. Now, let me tell you something. One day, you know, I'm sure you've heard of Winner's Chapel. If you know this, Winner's Chapel is not a poor church. In fact, the things that they do are fantastic. But one day, I heard Bishop Oedipo saying something. And the word that I heard Was something about sacrifices It's like people making sacrifices Yes You know And I feel that As we grow in the Lord You make sacrifices To God Sacrifices to the Lord And that that opens doors Everyone who served God, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Solomon, David, sacrifices, sacrifice, priests, sacrifices. The priest exists to receive sacrifices. So this morning, come with sacrifices for the Lord. And I know you can't count even the Mercedes-Benzes that will be lined up all over the place. Because it, it will not come from salary.
6: That's
5: right. It will not come from a salary. Yes. Yes. Not from salary. From the grace and the help of God. How many can feel the presence and the power of God for blessing you financially? I believe it's happening practically in Jesus' name. Amen.
7: From the Lord, Jesus sent me to you. Are you ready to listen? Do you want to hear it? I've got a message from the Lord. Jesus sent me to you. Are you ready to listen? Do you want to hear it? Did I make a mistake when I called you? Should I have chosen another person Or anointed another one? (laughs) And how many times will I give you dreams and visions And powerful convictions But still you don't obey The reason reason why I'm asking this question You take it so lightly You take me so lightly If I give my life for you Will you give your life for me? And if I die for you Will you die for me too? If I shed my blood for you What What will you do with it? Will you despise my blood Through the treasury? What is the point of showing so much love When I get so little feedback From the person I love so dearly And I wanna know if it all means nothing to you What I am saying doesn't touch you You don't care about what I care for The reason why I'm asking these questions You take me so lightly You take me so lightly If I give my heart to you Will you give your heart to me? And if I die for you Will you die for me too? If I shed my blood for you What will you do with it? Will you despise my blood? Or will you treasure it? If I give my heart to you Will you treasure it? And if I shed my blood for you Treasure it, will you treasure it? Oh God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten. Oh, whoever believes in Jesus should not perish but have new life. And God commended his love toward us and while we were yet sinners jesus died on the cross for sinners so the reason why why i'm quoting the scripture because it seems that you've forgotten all about that jesus gave his life for you oh will you give your life for him and jesus died for you Will you die for him too? Jesus shed his blood for you. Oh, what will you do with it? Will you despise his blood? Or will you treasure it if I give my heart to you? Will you love me back? Will you love me back?
6: Oh,
7: and if I shed my blood? for you Will you treasure it? Will you treasure it? Oh So shall I turn my attention from you to an appreciated person who will not take my love for granted And do you know how long I've been waiting Have I waited in vain for nothing? It seems like you never really loved me So the reason why why. I'm speaking this way You broke my heart And you took me for granted If I give my heart to you Will you give your heart to me? And if I die for you for me too, if I shed my blood for you, oh, oh, what will you do with it? Will you despise my blood, or will you treasure it, if I give my heart? To you, what will you do with if it if I shed my blood for you, what will you do And if it? I, my I give my life for you, will you do with it? What will you do with it? If I give my life to you, what will you do and if I shed my very blood for what you, what will you do with it? What will you do with Tell it? Tell me what will you do with, what will you do with I it? I am giving my love to you. And I have shed my blood. The for you, what will you do with it? Tell me, what will you do with it? If I give my life to you, what will you do And if I shed my blood for you, what will you do with it? What will you do with it? What will you do with it? What will
8: you do with it? Why don't you give the Lord a shout to show heaven that you are alive? I can hear a loudspeaker trying to compete with us. Can you hear somebody's trying to compete with us? So give a shout to remind them that we are still here. Hallelujah. Now, those of you upstairs, you know, you are almost hidden. So I think, do some of you want to come down? How many of you upstairs want to come down? There's space. Good. So come down. There is more space on my left-hand side. The ushers can guide you. Some of you are looking for seats. And an unfriendly usher has sent you up there. Say mercy for ashes. Amen. Were you blessed by that song from the Greater Love Gospel Choir? Um, I think it was, was a blessing. The first song was... Related to the first sermon of today, which is that we, we need to go and wait on God to hear. You know, did you get that feeling that I wish I could even go tonight? I got that feeling, I want to go and wait on God. And I believe we've already been blessed. And then the second song was saying, what are we going to do for him? Which is linked to the sermon prophet has been teaching us about the lay ministry and being, being part of the work and the army of God in this church. Amen. Now, I want you to stand to your feet and look around at the empty seats that we can see. Some of you used to say that the church is too small. I'm sitting under the canopy. The TV has gone off. We can't hear outside. Now, by the grace of God, our Father has built us a big church. And look at the empty seats around. If I give my life for you, what will you do with it? Tell your neighbor, what will you do with it? Pastor Nathan says we'll fill the church. Tell your neighbor we're going to fill the church. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm just waiting for the upstairs on that side. You don't feel like coming down? Come. Why be up? Why be far when you can be close? Or you feel close? Uh, uh. Did they say yes? You feel close. Yeah, you need to redefine that. that's why you don't have a beloved. You especially that's good. Now. You can't tell who I'm pointing at, you see. You see, even so far. Amen. Oh, some, of, some people at the back are not standing to their feet. Turn and look at them. Look at the people at the back. I mean, at this time. Are you excited? Do you feel alive to be in the house of God? Oh, I can't hear you. Do you feel excited to be in the house of God? Now, don't think in your head, hurry up and sit down. I, I'm not hurrying up. Today, it is a great blessing to be in the house of God. Now, it's a blessing because we could be dead from coronavirus and our church was paused for almost two years. And God has had mercy on all of us and brought us back into his house to serve him. Amen. Now, the other place we could have been is where your friends are. Now, close your eyes and remember where your friends, your friends, your siblings, your cousins. Now, open your eyes. Now, do you feel blessed to be in the house of God? I can't hear you. Do you feel blessed to be in the house of God? Amen. Now, tell your neighbor, may the Holy Spirit touch you because you look sleepy. Amen. Now, it's time to hear what we should do with it. Since God has given his life for you, it's time for us to hear, are you interested in hearing what should we do about it? And today, my favorite preacher is coming to preach on this stage today. My, my favorite, my favorite explainer of the word of God. And my favorite convictor. When he preaches, I feel that there's something I'm not doing or I've not done well. You get that feeling first love I can't hear you do you get that feeling now this is a spiritual moment your life is about to be touched I have an announcement for you you don't know everything and there's something fresh for you today that you don't know about I don't care where you are from or who you are there's something new for you this afternoon and it's about to happen it's we are we are on the cusp of a blessing and the word of God is about to come to you it's about to change your life it's about to redirect your destiny it's about to transform you chains are about to be broken miracles are happening the word of God is coming forth into your heart and into your life and best of all nothing is impossible in this service nothing is impossible in this church nothing is impossible when we put our trust in God give the Lord a shout of praise and declare that nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God come on upstairs I can't hear you sing nothing is impossible when you're trusting in His word say hearken to the voice of God voice of God to me is the a me, then your trust in God Church, I can't hear you I can't hear you singing From the front to the back Sing everything is possible with God Yes, everything is possible with God Come on church, let heaven hear you Declare over your life Nothing is impossible This is your moment This is your time God is touching you Declaring faith Nothing is impossible when you're Now as you sing God is opening your heart Say hearken to the voice of God to Is there anything Too hard for me Then put your trust I feel his presence All over this place I feel the presence of angels Come on declare for everything I can not hear you first love everything is possible everything is possible come on let me hear your shout of praise let me hear your hand clap and let's welcome our prophet to the stage bishop Doug would. I can't hear you first love I can't hear your faith I can't hear hallelujah. your faith
5: hallelujah amen father thanks a million for All that you've done for us today We are so excited We give you praise and glory In Jesus name Thank you for speaking to our hearts Now just lift your hand and pray for the spirit of revelation To come into your life In a new and a special way Father thank you 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 dear Lord We are so glad We are so grateful we are so blessed we give you thanks we give you praise we give you glory in the name of Jesus we pray for the spirit of revelation and wisdom in the knowledge of God thank you that we receive it we receive revelation we receive guidance thanks dear Lord in Jesus name we pray amen Amen. you may be seated in the house of the Lord Well, you're all welcome. Now, I just want to talk about uh, something in-house um, whilst we are uh, still offline, because we are not online. We are not having the services online for now. Now, you see, when we, the First Love Church, we have, we have an aim, Do you see, it's not, it's not about just having church services because we already have churches. If it is about churches, we have churches plenty. I can be anywhere by the grace of God, so many different locations, and it's a blessing. In the Ashanti region, we are building, like currently, there's a new wave of 20 cathedrals with offices and the Bron and region, 20. Like it's something that we started now uh, about um, two weeks ago. So that's 40 cathedrals, Ashanti and Brung and Half region, 40 towns. Yes. So I have quite options. Okay? And you also have options. But the reason why we've divided our services to start Yesterday, Saturday in Mampong, which we have, the Great Hall is virtually full. And then here, Saturday evening for the campus, do you see? Campuses, which is also getting full. Yes. I mean, you should have seen hundreds of people give their life to Christ yesterday night. And then this morning for students, secondary school students. And then this afternoon is the prophetic encounter service, which is for the town and then general, mature, more bony people with, I mean, more developed ossifices, as they say. All right? Mature seats. <laughs> now, um, what it is is that our aim is to win, see ourselves clearly. see, when we are smaller, We can see ourselves more clearly and then we can work better. So, I want us all to be involved. Now, I would say if you ask me of the four services, which one am I most concerned about is the secondary school one? Because I really feel that secondary school children are the most reachable people today for Christ? Do you see? And that service comes on early in the morning at about 8:39, 8 30. So I want many of us who, who are just present to not just be present but to get involved, especially in that service. So because of that, I've decided to move this service to bring it nearer the um, secondary school service, Rising Star wow. Services. Wow. So that instead, because we are the time that we have church now is because that was the time we were having in Mampong, Yes. But now we have gotten used to coming back here. So get ready to go for Soling Sunday there. Don't get so used to here that you can't go there again. But um, what is that? A party. Okay. Now, so I've decided or we've decided that we are going to move this service nearer the secondary school service which is the Rising Star service. So they end at 10:30, 10:30, uh, 11, and then this one is going to start at 11. How it used to be before, because we used to start at 11. Is that not so? Officially 11, but you came at 12, 12:30. You know yourselves, isn't it? Don't you know yourselves? Yes. So now it's 11. We are changing it from next week. We are moving to 11. Okay? Now, why? Why are we moving for 11? So that some of us can be involved with the secondary school children. You see, I want you to arrange them. Achimota is my school, so that's why I always remember Achimota, Presec, Remedials. Uh, What are the other schools? Ideal College. Paysetters, Accra Girls, Udogono, Action, Kateku, North, Ka- North Kaneshi High, Presec, Dalcom, Parker, Harvard, St. Peter's, Action, Kabena Senior High, Tema Secondary arranged like this, all of them. They go and have sex on Saturdays. I'm telling you, every bad thing that was formerly done by universities and then grown-ups are all done in secondary school now. And more things. You'll be surprised that you are not mature when you go there. So, I need all of us to have so that if... By the grace of God, that is the work you can do. That is what Uncle James used to do for me. He used to come and sit in the school with his car. He had a yellow Datsun. And you park in the school. And you sit there. When we finish whatever, he's there. Then some of us will talk to them. he'll talk to us. That's why I have his picture in my office. He explained salvation to me. And he was always parked there. A grown up with no agenda. was no money to get from me. Nothing. I never gave him money or anything. It is his widow that I even, rem- I even remember her. But when he was alive, I didn't know a- anything. I, just, I, was just being, I was just being advised. I didn't know anything. Yeah. But it's after it all finished that I realized what he has done for me. Wow. So I, I need some of us to get involved in... The, what do you call it? That, I, this church is a young church. And all the greater love people who are here, there are just a few of greater love people here. These greater love people, they all have young hearts. That's why they have started marrying again. Some of them have started marrying. Because if you are not with a young heart, you can't join this church. Uh-huh. So although you see their age and, and so on, it is, they are very young. I mean, you see that. We have been having a lot of greater love weddings. Yes, they they are they are young at heart. Yes. Yes. And um, they marry even younger, younger. You can greater life would marry younger because if you remember, when uh, what do you call it, um, Judah, the story of Judah when he came from, um, he went to. Uh, a lady called I think she was called Tamar, and then um, uh, she, he, she, 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 uh, she her husband died do you see and then the father was Judah and then when the husband died she was supposed to marry the husband's brother and the, the father-in-law was Judah the tribe of Judah so Judah told her, he's a small boy now when he grows. So she was a grown-up, and she was waiting for him to grow up. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm talk- Look, please. We are in the Bible. We are, huh? we are in the Bible. We so said, when he grows up, he'll marry. So she was waiting. Every day she was checking his birthday, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. said, huh? It's developed now. <laughs> or you don't want to believe in the Bible. Say the Lord is righteous. Yes. Now when she. He, he didn't give her the young boy. Then she made a plan. And she made herself like a prostitute. And then the father-in-law came by. When the father-in-law took her for uh, an encounter. After. After the encounter, (laughs) then she became pregnant. But she stole his things, his personal things. So later, when she became pregnant, they were saying, who is this? Who is this? Or whatever. And then she said, the owner of these things is the one who made me pregnant. So she brought out his things. When he saw it, he said, the Lord is righteous. (laughs) He He said, look. It is my fault. When the young boy, I know that you were waiting for the child to grow so that you marry this young boy. But when he grew, I was, you know, I changed, tried to change the plan. So the Lord is righteous. So I'm just saying that the greater love people, they are all young. Yes. Oh, the older, but Charlie is a younger one. Yes. Amen. And all the, the whole church is made up. That's why we can change the service time tomorrow. Okay, next time we are coming, we can go to my, The whole church is flexible. Are you getting what I'm saying? And our aim is to win souls. You see, if in Christ, Christianity becomes boring, it becomes ritualistic. It becomes just rituals you are doing. Unless you get involved and you are active, it's very boring. Very, very boring. Yeah. If you have... A, a driver and the driver is waiting for you the driver will be very tired but you will not be tired because you are active doing something but the driver is just waiting he wait, He doesn't know what you are doing from morning to evening to midnight why? but you are busy and active the driver becomes more tired than the person because the one who is just waiting and not doing anything becomes even more tired so you become tired of church when you are in church not doing much so Sunday, many of us, can, you can choose a school. Some of the greater level would like to join. Everybody, look, this school, I'll be there. And all the young people, they are just waiting for somebody to say, do this. They will do it. Do this. Do it. That's why anybody who gets and say, have sex, impregnate, abort, do this. They'll do everything. It's just, just waiting. But Male was like that, and he met a Rastafarian. He didn't have a father. And he just met this Rastafarian guy, who, and the guy taught him everything. Everybody is waiting for the one who will come as a senior, a shepherd or something and influence the person. So I want to encourage us all to give ourselves wholly to this glorious mission unreservedly. Amen. So from next week, God willing, Sunday, we are going to come nearer the Rising Star Service, so that those of us who want to join and participate, you can help the younger ones. Early in the morning, you try to bring three, five, and we are saying that every school that does not have 20 people, 20 students here, if that school has not been reached. There must be at least 20, and all the secondary schools, do you see, have to be reached. Do, do you need something from the secondary school? Do you need money from them? Do you need anything? Do you need anything from them? But it's to be a blessing. One day somebody will be a blessing to your child. Amen. Amen. So that is the new and important change that we are doing. And then 11 o'clock officially. You know, but sometimes when you are inviting a newcomer, you don't have to tell him 11 o'clock because you know that 11 o'clock you will not be here and you will not have started. So you, if he's a visitor, You tell the person that, oh, come around 12.30 or whatever because you know yourself, not that from us, from you. You are the cause of it. Is it not true? Yes. Yes. So 11, but we're waiting for you, I mean, for the right time to flow, okay? So next week is not this time. So there'll be some gap between the end of this service and Revival, alright, are you excited About that Now, lay people and the ministry So that's enough of the announcement Lay people and the ministry And you listen to the testimonies already if They are powerful Testimonies of lay people I was transferred here, I was transferred here I was transferred here, I was transferred here Alright, that is the story Of lay ministry And thank God for lay pastors They are very very important Part of our church In fact, I will say to you that what lay pastors, what it is the truth that lay pastors cannot do certain things that full-time pastors do, in the same way full-time pastors cannot do some of the things that lay pastors do. What you will say, what you will do. Why you must become a lay pastor. Number one, you must become a lay pastor in this church. Tell somebody, the man is talking to you. You, you. you are the one that he's saying you must become a lay pastor. Over there, are you telling somebody that he's saying that you must become a lay pastor? Beautiful. Amen. No one should say you are above exams. You do the exams. Do the do. Amen. Now, why? Number one, so that we can live in certain countries. Yes. And plant churches in certain nations. So, our vision is 190 nations. 190 nations. You know, have you heard of Redeemed Church? Do you know how many nations they are in? 192 Yes And in Nigeria alone They have 40,000 churches So we are little boys We are children These are grown ups And these are mature seats (laughs) Okay So let us Get up our loins And enter 190 nations. With joy. And we are entering. All the countries we've been praying for. You'll be shocked. You'll see people migrating there. If lay pastors will migrate. They will say I'm going to this country. To live there. The work I'm doing. I can do it from there. And your presence there. Will cause the church to blossom. Apostle Dodu. Who is in Brazil today? He has made the church come to so many countries. He's an apostle. He just moves to the country. And you see him in the country doing something, doing something, doing something, doing something. Before he realized, the church is registered there. And then before he realized, people have come there. And then, I mean, the church has become a real church. It's amazing all the Caribbean countries, he registered all those churches. Yes. And as we speak now, he's in different countries like South America, registering churches, registering churches, registering churches. Are you listening to me? So, a lay pastor, that is, you are not paid, you have not applied, you have not received any letter of, of employment or HR policy. Huh? <laughs> you are a volunteer. Every country will be entered. And it will be by lay pastors. I'm telling you. Yes. It will be by laymen. So whenever I hear somebody say, Oh, I'm, I've, I've got a course. Somebody came to see me the other day. He's going to some country. No, not Bangladesh. He's going to medical school. Curaçao, Curaçao I don't know where Curaçao is but I say Amen, very good, very good Because it means that Curaçao Church Is going to come on through A lay person who is In Curaçao Amen Number two You must become a lay pastor That because lay ministry is important because so that people are not a burden on the church. Amen. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 8. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught. Okay? But wrought with labor and travail night and day that we might not be chargeable to any of you. That we might not be what? Chargeable Chargeable to any of you. Amen. You see, we don't need to be a burden when you are in the ministry. Because the people who need us cannot pay. Most of them cannot pay to have the ministry. So when you are serious about the ministry... You realize that you learn how to do the ministry in such a way that the people you preach to uh, they don't have to give anything, they don't have to pay anything at all. As we are aiming to reach these secondary schools, they don't have to pay anything. We don't need anything from secondary school boys and girls. We only care for them, for their soul. That is all. But, you see, if you are thinking of money, what I will get from this, then you cannot be in the ministry. So much of the work of God depends on people who are able to work in a way that they are not chargeable, as the scripture is saying, not chargeable to you. All right? Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail, night and day, that we might not be chargeable which another one is to say we might not be a burden to you you know there are some people it's not easy to host them in your house because when it comes I want a preparanza I need this I need everything I mean special food have to be made for you He needs a special snails with special this special yake, wak kake this and different types of food very chargeable, very chargeable. You see how the person has come you see that there is tension in the house because I mean normally we don't eat breakfast but because the guy there, special breakfast is being organized normally we don't eat lunch but because the guy there, special lunch has all, all organized normally we don't eat I mean three special meals a day the person's presence has brought tension to the house the husband and wife are quarreling in their room and then they will come out and say hello how are you Hey. One person that you've come to preach in his church, they have to thinking of the car. When they come for you, they come for you with a special car. With a special convoy. Special driver. Huh? Red carpet. Then, special hotel. There are some people who only stay in certain hotels. Yes. and certain presidential suites. You need a presidential suite. Otherwise, he cannot stay. Hey. But you see, lay ministry, when the person can say, you know, don't worry. Don't worry about all that. Don't worry about all that. Years ago, I learned to stop eating at people's houses. Yes. <laughs> for more than one reason. I said, no, don't worry. I'll be the easiest guest. I go to a place. I said, don't worry. Food, uh, no, no there's not a problem. No, I will not even eat. I will not even eat. There's nothing for you to do. There's nothing for you to do. Some people when they come, the crab has to open the leg like this and lie on the on the on the garage, on the <laughs> Special large large extra large size crabs <laughs> that are spread out the legs like this <laughs> Amen. Number three. Become a lay pastor so that you are free from all men. Yes. For though, First Corinthians chapter 9 verse. Let's read from verse 18. First Corinthians now. Mr. Man, be faster on your thing, all right? Mr. Man, what is my reward then? That when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge. That I abuse not my power in the gospel. Okay? So this is a layman. It's only a layman. I've made it without charge. The cost of me coming, the cost of my transport, the cost of my ticket, the cost of my hotel, the cost of me staying here, the cost of food in your house, you know. Don't worry at all. Don't worry at all. Ah. Verse 19, for though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself a servant unto all that I may gain the more. Now, when someone gives you something, do you see, it can sometimes be a burden Yes. It can sometimes be a burden. And by receiving the gift, do you see? There is a burden on the receiver to do something or not to do something. And that is the essence of all this politics. The people who gave money to do the thing, after you won, they'll all be sitting looking quietly you won eh we are also here don't forget we won not you won we won not you won yes it was all of us together that won remember the money you used to buy on Land Cruiser and the money that you used to pay all your followers and the 50th CD you were giving to everybody and the t-shirts with your picture on it Remember, where did it come from? So you are not free. You have to pay your debts. And you have to pay back whatever you owe for whatever you have given. Now when there is a man sitting in your church who is the main financier and he has given certain things. He's even bought the car that you are driving. And you know that as he's come to church, he's coming from his girlfriend's house. When your preaching comes, and you start to say, you come and you sit in church. And you know yourself. Your wife is in the house but you come from your girlfriend's house. Before you realize after church you get a text to say that can you come and park the car for servicing? The car needs servicing. Because you are not free. All these are your sponsors. All these are your all these are your contributors. Yeah. Yeah. You owe this person, you owe this person, you owe this person. You are not free. You are not free to preach. You are not free to say what you need to say. You are not free to lead the church the way you want to lead it. Yeah, because it's like you offend this one, you offend that one. You say something against this person. And so lay, a lay pastor, you see, as he's coming, it's like, whether you like him or you don't like him, he's free. And that's the thing about lay ministry. It doesn't get anything from, uh, look at you, uh, You are uh, whatever. You don't give me anything. I don't need that. I'm here to speak the word of God. Allow me to preach free. Yes. So lay ministry allows you to be free from people. Even as I'm preaching, I know the people that contribute, that support, that really help. Of course, I will be soft if the person has even done something. Before I realize, I'm more gentle than I usually am. Ah. Because I know the person's contribution. So God allows the lay ministry to free people. Just freely speak and freely minister. And that's how the church gets corrupted. Because now you can't say. You can't speak. You can't act. You can't take a step. You can't because if you take a step, you are taking it against this person. And the person is too important. And I hear Lee Kuan Yew, that's what he said. He said when he was asked what is the most difficult thing of his ministry, his, uh, I say ministry, his, uh, uh, what, his, his presidency. He said, I think it was his assistant. His assistant went to do something and he was, he had to go to prison. He said it was because the guy joined him to do the revolution from the beginning. They all fought. Because Singapore, is, Singapore was a country that was supposed to be joined with Malaysia. And China was trying to take over Singapore. And they separated themselves and separate, joined with Malaysia, came out of Malaysia, became a country, and they are very small. You can walk across the whole island. One of the richest countries in the whole world. So freedom comes to lay pastors. And that's why God wants all of you to be late people don't mention certain topics when they are preaching because they can't but when you are free you can are you still around? yes now number four be a lay pastor, become a lay pastor because you'll be able to be in the ministry whether finances permit it or not. Whether finance permits it or not. Amen. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16. Whether it finances it or not. He said, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. For necessity is laid upon me. It's necessary, but there's no money. It's necessary, but there's no money. Yes. Yea, woe is unto me. If I preach not the gospel... If I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. What is my reward then? Verily that when I preach the gospel, I might make the gospel without charge, that I abuse not my power or not. Paul was explaining, I have no choice. I have to do it. I have to do it. Now let me tell you, a good example that's what I want you to believe. A good example of lay people in the ministry where money, it does not permit. I want you to mention the poorest countries in the world. Can anybody mention three, four, five of the poorest you know? Sierra Leone. Haiti. Haiti. Huh? Chad. What about West Africa? anymore? Niger. Niger. It's, Niger is one of the poorest countries in the world, apart from the other factors. To send, a, to build a church, if you can have the picture of our church in Niger, our church building in Niger, if you have it, show us. I had to get a medical doctor. And the medical doctor, who could only speak broken French, to go into Niger. And that medical doctor to enter as a doctor and find a way to get some employment there. Because you can't sustain things forever. When she got employment... And the husband, the two of them in the country, beautiful. And then they were able to stay there because now the person is being paid as a doctor. So I sent them there. I transferred them there. Oh, yes. Now, as they were there, other lay people in other countries brought money. Do you see? because they they work and they are not paid, the offerings that they collected, that they collect in the church, we also gathered it, and then went to build a building and offices, and they've even built like a small hospital. Yes, to be able to run the clinic in the church office, in the church uh, facilities. I tell you, if you go there, yes, this is, you, you see, I wish you can show us from outside, you see I mean, a country that is, yeah, show, show us. This is the Niger. That's it. Niami. It's the largest church in the country. Building offices. Show us more of the other pictures you were showing us. Yeah, that's it. Niami. This is niamey there, There's no, look, we were there. Not that somebody told us. There's nothing like this. The country, here.. Eh? <clears throat> <sighs> Continue showing us. Beautiful. Look at it. Amazing. This is the church. Yeah. Show us more. Yeah. Beautiful. That is it. True lay ministry. Not even one person is paid even five CDs. Five dollars. Beautiful. This is lay people and their ministry. 100%. 100% 100% Yeah Take away lay ministry You are taking away all this Take away lay ministry You are taking this thing away Yes Take away lay ministry You are left with pastors sitting in a crowd Driving big cars and praising ourselves Because we have got a congregation here But places like Chad Like Niger One of the poorest countries in the whole wide world Without a lay person Who can enter the country And so that we don't have to send money to them You can never have And that's why Satan is against the lay ministry He's trying to wipe it out He's trying to attack it and say No, the people are employees But they are not employees These are not employees They are lay people We've been doing it for more than 30 years These are lay people that are going out there they are not employees. They are not paid salaries. They, are not, they don't have to pay SNIT. When you pay SNIT on something you, you earn in Ghana, these are volunteers and they are giving their life for the ministry. And God bless the lay pastors and God bless lay people who are in the ministry. If you are not clapping, Satan has possessed you or has even taken over a part of your life. Amen. Sit down. You see, when God has called you, you make a way. You don't make excuses. When somebody doesn't want to do something, he just gives you a lot of praise. Oh, you know, I can't call now because, you know, a person is at this and that. But when you want to do it, you see the person moving. You see the person activated with energy. Yes. Energy. Thank God for lay pastors and the ministry. Number five. You must be, number seven, okay. You must be a lay pastor so that you have a part, a part of this ministry. A part. Acts chapter 1 verse 17. He said, for he was numbered with us and had obtained a part of this ministry. He had obtained what? Part of this ministry. He was numbered with us and had obtained a part of the ministry will you have a part of the ministry if you just sit down receiving you are just receiving but you now become a part of this great commission and a part of this ministry when you are able to join in as a lay person preaching the word of God and working in the church you have obtained a part and that's what they were talking about Judas that he had looked by his activity and him being around he had obtained a part How do you get a part of this thing? It's just a matter of time. 40 years, 30 years, 50 most of us will be gone. We'll be out of here. We'll be gone. But thank God for those who have obtained a part of a worldwide church. It's not often that worldwide churches come into being. It's not often that worldwide churches come into existence. Worldwide churches don't come into existence often. John Wesley was one of the unique people whom God gave a worldwide church. And in, Rejo- in Rejoiner's book, The Touch and the Sword, he met uh, John Wesley and spoke to him in the vision. And John Wesley said, I was able to do what I did because God gave me a torch and I had a set of teachings And I taught it in such a way As to create a movement You can read the book He said I taught it in such a way What does it mean? It means that as you keep teaching Something in a way And you keep repeating And you keep emphasize and establish a culture and a certain understanding it causes the creation of a movement and as we have been teaching sacrifice lay people, church growth shepherding, loyalty and we teach it in such a way and a repeated way it has caused the creation of a movement that did not exist before yes, in such a way as to cause the creation of a movement. So the lay people has caused the teaching on lay people and emphasizing it has been taught in such a way that has created a movement and has created happy people. You'll notice the people are happy. They are excited to be there. They are excited to come. They are excited to work. They are excited to travel. They are excited. They are happy to be around. Yes. Yes. And that is why, of course, Satan will be happy to wipe it out and say, no, don't do it. (laughs) But that is it, is to teach the word. And I tell you, if you become a lay pastor, you have the opportunity to obtain part of the ministry. You obtain a part and you are now part of something. He was numbered with us. Put it on the screen. He was numbered with us. And had obtained part of this ministry. You are obtaining a part of this. Whether it's called Lighthouse, UD, First Love, whatever. You are a part. And you are obtaining a great part of this ministry. Ah, And if, if I was not to have lay people then when will you obtain a part of the ministry? You'll be part of your bank. You'll be part of your hospital. You'll be part of your company. But not this ministry, because there's there's nothing for people like you. Yes. There's nothing for 90% of the people. There's nothing for 99% of the people. They have to just stand by and watch as the glory passes by. But by creating the lay ministry... I can never say I did it alone. I can only point to people and I can point to example after example, example after example. And like I have showed you Niger, look at this church. I was there. Assemblies of God. I preached in Assemblies of God for a pastor's conference. It's smaller than this church. Look at it. It's huge. And it's there to stay. In a country that is 99%, not Christian. <laughs> uh, where's the other picture you showed us? The later one. The first one. Mr. Man, Beautiful. You are obtaining a part. And thank God. No, no. Yeah, this one. And the one after. Yes. Listen. Never let the devil take your part. It's 30 years. You have got some 20, 30, 40. You'll be off. Don't let him take your part out. Because Judas, although he had a part, he lost his part. Yeah. Don't let Satan take your part. Because you have a part. You have a part. You have a part. You are a part of it. I can't say I did it without you. I can't say I did so. But what are the things I did? Few things. When I go and have crusade, I have not been to the town. You see, people live. I have gone there. Now we have even sent people to live in countries because of the crusade. They now live there because of the crusade. Not that they go there six weeks before, but they've gone to stay there. They've migrated because of this crusade. And then I come for just three days. I mean, think of of my contribution and their contribution. Who has spent time and life on the field? You've obtained a part. You've obtained a part. And I will always allow lay, lay ministry... And we will always encourage lay ministry because it allows people to have a part of something wonderful. I don't have any part in a, a Apple. 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 Or Microsoft. I have, nothing, I have nothing there. Do you have a part? No. I, I don't have a part. Yes, but you have a share in this ministry that is going on. You have, you have shares here. You have shares here. Yes. Hallelujah. Are you still excited to be here? Yeah. Number seven or number eight, number nine. Any number you can choose. Feel free, ask for numbers you can have your own. Be a lay pastor so that you can sacrifice to the Lord. Become a lay pastor so that you can sacrifice to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now. How many want to be like Jesus Christ? Be careful when you say you want to be like Jesus. <laughs> be careful of what you are saying, please. You want to be like Jesus? You know how Jesus died? Do you want to die? Do you want to die also? Are you sure? Are you ready to die? You know, have you ever wondered how different we are from Jesus? How he suffered, he died. I mean, he was betrayed. It was horrible for him to come and preach to us. And we say we want to be like him. You know something? I want you to know. Even though Jesus died for you, many of us will not be required to actually die for him. But you'll be required to make a sacrifice. Sacrifice you will, but what you will sacrifice? Some people sacrifice cow, some turtle dove, some chicken, some sheep, goat, different things. There are different levels of sacrifice, but as for sacrifice, there will be some. There must be sacrifice. There will be sacrifice. Tell somebody there will be sacrifice. Amen. There will be sacrifice. Yes, I I saw one guy. He was he was promoting uh, this uh, holy war. And he said there will be blood. He said, there will be widows. There will be orphans. Yes, that's what he was saying. There will be widows. It's very scary. But I tell you, dear friend, when you follow Jesus, there will be sacrifice. Whatever the sacrifice is, there will be sacrifice. And every lay person is being given a chance. Is being given a chance to sacrifice. You will have the chance to sacrifice. Even if it's just a turtle dove. You have your part to play. Yes, it's a sacrifice. You did something. Thank God for lay people. Thank God for people that are not paid. Instead of sitting in the church and doing nothing. At least you've done something. No, I thank God for my lay people in my church. Oh, yes, I thank God. Rarely do I have a lay person who is doing nothing. Oh, it's a very uncommon thing. It's rare. Almost everybody is f- finding themselves doing something. You'll be appointed just now, if you like be born again. If I like, dare you to be born again, you see just now you'll be appointed. Just give your life to Christ, you'll see that you'll be appointed. <laughs> Saved and called. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. Put it up. Put it up. Salvation goes with your calling. Look at it. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Who has... Let's look at verse 8 first. Beautiful scripture. This is uh, what we are having in Mampong. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord Jesus. Of me, his prisoner. Don't be ashamed of me, okay? But be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Are you watching? Are you watching the scripture? The next verse says, who has saved us and called us. Not according with the holy calling. So you are not just saved. Saved and called us. Not you. Not me. Not saved and called me, Apostle Paul. Saved us and called us this scripture answers the question forever as to whether you are called tell your neighbor you are saying are you called are you called are you are you not called are you called are you, called? Are you not called? Are you, called are you called are you not called that is the answer over there it says he has saved us number 1 and called us number 2 sharp end of story saved and called saved and called tell somebody i'm saved and called i'm saved and called i'm saved and called with a holy calling Wow. Us. us, us. us. Not, not me, the apostle. Us. So, us are saved. Us are called. We are saved and we are called. Simple. End of story. Settle forever. So, all lay people who cannot be paid by the church. Can you imagine if we are paying everybody here salary? Eh. What are all these? We, <laughs> ah, we have to share the offering after church and say, okay, okay, say so five cities, five cities, five cities, five, five cities for everybody. Okay, those who have already got their five cities, come back for another five cities, five cities, five cities, five cities, <laughs> then ten cities. Then you'll be looking at say, Look, is that all that I've given after all my visitation, all my prayers, all night? I went here yesterday. I went here. Look, and they've given me 12 cities. Yes People will be arguing Say, Why should the bishop The bishop has taken more than us We are the guys We are the ground troops We are the guys on the ground We are the basanta leaders We are the basanta leaders We are those who are working We are doing the real work Monkey they work Baboon they chop What are all these Tell your neighbor What are all these amazing tell somebody I'm, ob- I'm obtaining a part I'm getting a chance to make a sacrifice now that is why we've moved the service next week we are, we are moving nearer the secondary school so that we are close to them in a way before you realize you see that you are coming to school you are surrounded by children who see you as mama people who don't have parents who Many people are divorced and staying on their own. And a lot of children are fornication products. So they, are, they, are, they don't have any father. They don't have any mother. They are fornication products. Who escaped abortion. And they've come to church. And number nine. Beautiful. Become a lay pastor so that you overcome selfishness or self-centeredness. Yes, self what? Selfishness and self-centeredness. Once you start getting involved, you you are no more self-centered. Look at the little girl who was giving a testimony. And I went to Westminster, and then I came here, and then I went to that, and I was involved in that, and then I went here. I... You see, the person's life is taken out of your own life, and you become concerned about everything else. Everything else that is going around. Yeah, instead of self-centered, your, your small issues, your life, your everything about you, your problem, your this, your that. If you see someone, one day I went to a shop, eh? I was very sad, but something was making me sad. And there are many things that can make you sad. I was very sad and I was feeling very unhappy. But the shop I was going to, it had two doors. One on the right and then one over there on the left. As I was entering the shop, I saw a man paralyzed from his neck with braces downwards. eh? And he was being supported in a way to enter the shop. I think they were taking him to go out. He couldn't move. Only his head could move. When I saw him, the Holy Spirit said to me, have you seen a problem? The problem that you are feeling, you are very sad, you are very this, very this. When I saw the man I was, Jesus. This is not a problem. There's no problem at all. When you see other people's problems and you start to see that, hey, Charlie, you don't have any problems in this world. It's because you are self-centered and selfish and self. Everything is about you, about your wealth, about your life. That is why you have such a problem. Take it from me. Who's preaching? Yeah. My tooth. My tooth is paining me. Your what? My tooth. Ow! Ow! Somebody has been diagnosed with cancer As you have a toothache I said somebody has been diagnosed with cancer As you have a toothache And you are complaining whining Whining like a baby Your life is centered around your little world But the day you come out of yourself And become a lay worker And look around and see what God wants you to do, and see the problems that people have. Ha. And you know, your whole life will change because you give yourself to help and to solve issues for people. God is taking you out of self. He says, if anyone come unto me and take up, does not take up his cross and deny the devil, no, deny himself, you have to put an end to self-centeredness and self-concerns, selfish issues about your life, about yourself, and your little world. Yes. And my husband doesn't come early, like around 7, around sometimes even, can you believe it, even 8 o'clock is now coming. No, 8 p.m. He's now coming. Like, can you believe that he's now coming to the house at 8 p.m.? Meanwhile, I said that he has closed around 5. You are whining. Somebody doesn't have a husband. Somebody doesn't have a husband. Yours comes every time. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. Tell your neighbor, yours comes and somebody's own doesn't come at all. There's no coming back. You are overcoming selfishness. Amen. How many points do you have? Put the points up on the screen. And number eight, become a lay pastor so that you can be a financial support to the ministry. Most of our heavy donors, best givers, they are all lay pastors.
6: Hallelujah.
5: Yes. Rarely do I have this, there are people, they will donate to everything, but not to the ministry. But the givers they are lay pastors. They are lay pastors. Yes. Most of the time, I say, okay, how many want to give 10,000 lay pastors will come? All the time, all the time you rarely see an owner of a supermarket who doesn't go to church, I mean church he just comes, where is he, show me where (laughs) thank God for lay pastors clap for lay pastors, clap for lay pastors and the very last point is become a lay pastor to overcome laziness and idleness Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 11. We are ending with this scripture laziness. Second Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 11. It says, For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all. Working what? Not at all. Ha. Tell your neighbor. Ha. Working not at all. You working not at all. Just sitting no more. Today marks the day where you become a lay worker for Jesus Christ. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise. <clears throat> Lift your hands and thank God that you are a lay. Pastor, a lay minister of God working for Jesus, for all the beautiful reasons that have been given today. You are serving the Lord, working in the church, working in the house of the Lord. Father, we give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you glory. Oh lift your hand and now commit yourself Lord I want to be one of the amazing lay pastors you have raised up in the church I want to be one of the great and amazing lay pastors you've raised up in the church to you be the glory to you be the praise thank you wherever you are standing you're a student you are a worker you are whatever but you want to say Lord I want to be one of the amazing lay pastors that you are raising up to work in the church to you be the glory to you be the praise to you be the glory to you be the honor thank you Lord thank you Lord in the mighty name of Jesus Here we are, serving Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Here we are.
9: Here we are. Lifting Jesus. Lifting holy hands to you. Here we are. Here we are. Praising. Praising Jesus. Ooh, for the things he's brought us through oh here we are lift your hands here Ooh, we are lifting Jesus lifting hearts
5: Your hands say here we are, Lord. Here I am in your presence, Lord. In your presence, in your presence, presence. lifting, lifting Lifting holy hands
9: to you. you. Here we are, Jesus. Here we are. Here we are. Praise Praise Jesus.
5: Father, thank you for bringing us through many years and a long journey in your presence. We've laid people working side by side with people that are in full-time ministry for many years. Thank you for the things you brought us through to this place that you took us from being a single church to a church in many places. We give you glory. And Lord, we commit our hands to you and our lives We will not not be those who don't work But we will be among those who work For you And for your glory Thank you Father In the mighty name of Jesus I bless all the lay people And I bless all those who are not Employed by the church But give their hearts and their hands To work for the Lord Bless them Lord I bless them and I bless their children And I bless their families And I bless all that belong to me That have given their heart to love God And to serve Him unconditionally May the blessing of the Lord Rest upon these ones And their children May people love their children And favor their children everywhere May their children have good marriages And bring home good news And good sounding information And news every day thank you. Thank you for the blessing with which I bless all laymen, men, lay people, volunteers, servicemen and women to the glory of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here this afternoon and want to give your life to Jesus, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God today. Wherever you are standing, I'm going to give you one chance. Pastor, help me to know God today. I don't know who you are, who invited you. Maybe somebody invited you again. You've come before, but you've come again. Maybe this is your first time. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Wherever you are standing, if you want to say, God, today I am turning around. I am coming to you. I want to serve you then lift up your hand where you are standing. Just lift up your hand right there. I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus today. Then lift up your right hand like this. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Everywhere I see your hand over there, over there, over there. Lift it up. Pastor, pray with me. I'm standing here. I need God. I need Jesus. I need God to change my life. I want to give my life to Jesus. Your hand must be up right now. God bless you. God bless you God bless you now if you've lifted your hand and you want to give your life to Jesus come with your hand lifted up like this come to me in the front here come 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 from come from where you are standing come from the back come from the side come from wherever you are come on come from the back come from upstairs come from wherever you are come on
9: come to God Jesus is calling you my friends, the love works, don't in, it will provide yeah. your healing. Come on, come on, come on, come on. ready for you.
5: thank you for all these those of you who've come to the front lift your hands I want to give you one more chance maybe you didn't come the first time but I want to give you the last chance when you go to the airport you hear this is the last call if you are here you want to give your life to God right now you must come and if you are not coming you must not be walking please you are confusing me by walking so stay where you are except you are responding to an altar call If you want to give your life to Jesus, I'm giving you a chance. Come now. Come now and come all the way to the front. God bless you. God bless you. Clap for them as they come. Clap for them. Give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. All right. Let's pray. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to God. Lord Jesus, cleanse me, wash me, forgive me, clean me from all my sins, my bad ways. Today, I confess everything. Say it out loud. I confess all my sins to God. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord. For saving me Today Please write my name In the book of life Thank you Lord For saving me Today Now say after me Satan Listen very carefully In the name of Jesus I bind you In the name of Jesus I curse you I reject you Go out of my life in Jesus name I am born again today I am free by the power of God in Jesus name now everybody let's all join lift your hands up here Lift your two hands and say Jesus I love you I thank you please write my name in the book of life in Jesus name I pray amen God bless you put your hands together and give them one of my books I have a book here I want to give you one of these books just take one of my books here and all of you in front here listen, follow our pastor look how you see, it says follow me just follow the follow me sign they are going to pray with you and you come back and join us so follow the follow, you should be nearer my darling, you be nearer they cannot see you okay now turn around and then go uh-huh. yes clap for them uh-huh. you may be seated take your holy communion
9: Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed of blessing which we bless, it's the communion of the blood of Christ, the bread which we break, it's the communion of the body of Christ, oh, this is the holy meal, the meal of God, oh, yeah, it will sustain you, it will make you whole, it will give you life, When I see the blood. Stand to your feet. When I see the blood. I will pass over you. When I see the blood. I will
5: pass over you. In Leviticus. Sixteen, He said on the 15th day of the same month Is the feast of unliving bread The feast of unliving bread Unto the Lord Seven days you must eat unliving bread There has always been A special ritual Involving eating of bread Since God started to interact with men And through the eating of that bread a blessing is imparted to you. That's why they will take seven days and eat unleavened bread. Today, Jesus said, I am the bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats of this bread and drinks of my blood will have eternal life. Jesus said, take and eat. This is my body. Father, as we come before your throne let peace healing and restoration come to every human body that is represented today as we partake of a special bread today my God let power and healing come into our lives we pray for miracles and healings and blessings and help from heaven to enter us as we partake This bread, the body of Jesus Christ. Now the blood. One day when Jesus saw the paralyzed man he said your sins are forgiven and you know what the people said the people said who is this that forgives sins it's a very great thing to forgive sins very great you become a feared and fearful person it's a very powerful thing for God to forgive you for your sins who is this that forgives sins may your sins be forgiven forgiven and mercy come into your life through the blood whatever mistake you have made may you be forgiven and cleansed by power by the blood by mercies whatever is long standing and ancient in your history that comes against you is wiped out and blocked today by the blood of the Lamb may the blood cleanse forgive and wash everyone And may we receive cleansing and peace through the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. Now lift your hands for your blessing. May the Lord lead you on a good journey. May you come to a good place. Wherever you turn off the main road, of your life may the Lord send his angel to bring you back to the main road may you be forgiven for your mistake and may you be brought back into his presence forever Now may every error of your life be corrected now. 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 In the name of Jesus. The Lord give you peace. The Lord bless you. The Lord make his face shine on you. The Lord give you favor. May this week be the best week ever. May good things happen this week. May good news come this week May breakthroughs come this week May answers come this week May help come this week May supernatural intervention come this week May breakthroughs happen this week Receive power in your life Receive angels in your life Receive supernatural assistance In every endeavor of your life The power of God be with you And help you along your way In the name of Jesus saviour of the world I declare it to be so and let me hear your loudest Amen and Amen and Amen God bless you you may be seated
0: God bless you for listening to this message visit www